It's Rebel Unique time, guys. This is episode five, the one with where you've got amnesia. Wait, is it? I forgot. Ha, see you, my dudes. What is up? What is up? What is up? Episode five of the podcast. You know what that means? That means a whole hand. That's a whole hand, people. Fist bump. Fist bump for the whole hand episode. I am... I've got a dog wrestling me. Just sit, dude. Just be chill. Be chill while I'm recording. Come on. Work with me. (laughs) So, the one where you've got amnesia. Hmm. What the fuck does that mean, Ingrid? Glad you asked, my people. This... This is like a loaded gun. There are so many layers. It's like a multi-tiered wedding cake. There is so much in this, but I'm going to start by telling a story. Um, And this is an excerpt from the amazing book that I cannot get enough of right now. It is called The Illusion of Money by Kyle Cease. It's new. It's amazing. If you don't have it, get it. It's all the things. Kyle Cease is my type of person because he is, he has so much goodness and brings so much wisdom and um, awesome self-development juju, but he also does it with comedy because he is an ex-comedian and he was in um, some movies you might have heard of like 10 Things I Hate About You. Any Heath Ledger fans out there? Oh, I love Heath. Anywho, he wrote this amazing book and I've been following for a while and consuming his amazing content for quite some time, so I couldn't wait to get hands my hands on this book. And it's a lot of things, but he tells the story. And I'm going to, um, this is not word for word. This is just paraphrasing what he has spoken about in the book. But he uses this example of human amnesia. And I'm going to use this to explain what I'm talking about before I start talking about it. So without further ado, <laughs> there's two minutes of your life you'll never get back. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, undoubtedly, is that a word, undoubtedly, just undeniably, let's say that, undeniably, one of the best basketball players in history, like, he is absolute gold, and then from that, um, you know, went into his merchandising and all the things, and whatever he's doing now, but... Let's say Michael Jordan, and this is what Kyle Cease talks about in his book. Michael Jordan gets amnesia and he forgets who the fuck he is. He forgets that he's Michael Jordan. He forgets that he's undeniably one of the best basketball players in in history. He forgets and he just goes about his day and does his business and he decided, and this is, um, again, I'm referencing paraphrasing from the book, he decides to get a job at Applebee's. And he's working at Applebee's and he's got people coming up to him all the time going, dude, do you not remember who the fuck you are? You are amazing. You are magic. You are Michael Jordan. Do you not understand who you are? And he's like, um, yeah, nah, look, I'm, yeah, okay. Like, I'm just, I'm here working at Applebee's. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're telling him, you know, you're this amazing basketballer and you're all the things like, come with me, come with me and just get on the court. And I'll show you how good you are. And I'll show you what's possible for you because you are Michael Jordan. Like you've forgotten. Just let me help you remember. And he's like, 
no, I don't understand. Like, why would I, why would I do basketball? Like, that's stupid. How am I going to make a living off that? If I just keep working here at Applebee's for another two years, I'm going to be promoted and, you know, it pays the bills and it, it meets all my needs and, you know, life's good. Life's good. And more and more people just keep coming to him going, dude, <laughs> you are Michael Jordan. You are MJ. Like, you have access to multi-millions of dollars if you just come with me and let me show you your capabilities. Let me show you the possibilities. Let me show you who you really are. You've forgotten, man. Come on. Come on. But he's like, nah, like, you know, life's good enough. And people are like, but dude, you've got this amazing life, this epic life, this great life. And you, oh my God, I can't believe you're just leaving it on the table. You've just completely forgotten who you are. And Kyle talks about this in his book. This is how he sees all humans. No matter how many thousands of people he has supported in his workshops, crossed paths with, had in his programs, read his books, spoken to, us humans have forgotten who the fuck we are. We are Michael Jordan. We have our own gifts, our own magic, our own possibilities, our limitless, all the things. And we've forgotten who the fuck we are. We have human amnesia. You don't know what's possible for your beautiful self. It's the unknown. And this podcast today is to go on a big fucking rant to remind you, to invigorate you, to activate you, because that is my job. I am a life activator coach. I am activating something in you today to remind you of your power, to remind you of your limitless, your limitless potential to do, have, be, create all the things that you want in your life. And you've just forgotten. You've forgotten who you are. You've forgotten that you're Jane. You've forgotten that you're Karen. You've forgotten that you're James. You've forgotten that you're whatever your name is. You've forgotten your true power. And universe, source, God, whoever you, whoever your higher belief is, keeps going, dude. <laughs> I'm trying to remind you who you are. Like just, if you can remember that, then abundance, um, all the things in life are coming your way. Like it's just, it's you're on the cusp of just like, can you just please remember who the fuck you are? So what keeps us in this amnesia? Very good question. Again, I'm glad you asked. The amnesia that we stay in is comfortable. The amnesia that we stay in is what we've known up until now. And so many people I speak to, are like, oh, no, look, I don't want to do that workshop or I don't want to go to that thing or I don't need coaching or I don't want to do program or I don't want, I don't want to read self-help books because I've got a good life or even I've got a great life. Fantastic. But what if that version of your life is so fucking comfortable and you're in this little bubble of comfortability of your day-to-day and all the things, even if it's great, what if... You're still not living in your full potential, your truest self, your highest self. What if there is an extraordinary version of life, another timeline, another dimension out there for you, and because you have human amnesia, you've forgotten that that's possible for you, and you're just caught in it. And we forget our potential, and we forget our power, and we forget our Oh my God, limitless epicness. And it has a stay in jobs that we don't love, 
Stay in relationships that aren't thriving. Stay in friendships that aren't supporting our beautiful, amazing selves. We accept less than. We tell ourselves we don't deserve. We are not worthy. We are not valuable. And all of that is fucking bullshit because you have forgotten who you are. All of that is not who you are. All of that is ego. And ego, my friends, she is an amazing, amazing at her job. She is so good at her job or his job, depending on who you who you are. I'm going to refer to her as her because that's who I refer to my ego. I refer to my ego as her. Now, I just want to say something quickly about ego because for a long time and up until a point that I was, I was taught about ego, I was taught that ego was bad and ego was evil and ego was this huge diminisher and she comes in with her horns and she's like this inner bully. I used to call her your inner bully. She's your inner bully. And yes, she is. And I taught all my clients and all my coaching students and everyone in programs and whoever I worked with that your ego is a bitch. She's a bitch. Like, let's call her that. She's a bitch. I have since since learnt, and if you're an old client of mine listening to this, if I've ever worked with you and I used to teach you that this is what your ego was, I've changed my mind. So this is me helping you unlearn that and reframe it. Love your ego. Don't hate her. Love her. Like, love her. She is amazing at her job. So your ego's job is essentially to keep you safe. Unfortunately, your ego gets thrown so many things that feel unsafe that she doesn't know what to do with all of them. So she's like, fuck it. I'm just going to create safety for all of these things. So come back to your comfort zone, even if it's toxic, self-sabotage, create self-fulfilling prophecies, all of these things that will keep you in your comfort zone of what you know. You want to go on that date, but you're unsure, unknown? Just make up an excuse and say you don't feel well. I'll, I'll, I'll help you with that. I'll just be like, mm, no, I haven't got time for that. Don't go on the date. Boom. You're safe. Stay single. Stay in the now. Want to leave that job? Ooh, oh, that's uncomfortable. Ego will tell you. That's uncomfortable. What if? What if you can't pay your bills? And what if you can't make ends meet? And what if you don't find something else? Or what if your ultimate vision, mission, passion doesn't take off? Like, what if? Mm, no, that's very unknown. No, no. Here's a million reasons to stay in your job. It's secure. Like, Yes, you can't earn any more beyond what you're currently making, but that's okay. You know what's coming in each week. Maybe you can get a promotion in a year. This is what our ego does. Constantly creates stories, justifications for us to stay safe because our ego can't discern between real fear and perceived fear. Real fear equals being thrown into shark-infested waters. And I always use that example because that's my fear. (laughs) My fear is being... Throw it into shark-infested waters. I would actually like to swim with them at some point and overcome this fear. Um, <laughs> I'll keep you posted on that. Perceived fear is the new job, the new relationship, um, quitting your job, traveling, all of the things. And the way I like to talk about um, ego with something new is think of a new think of a new destination. Think of somewhere you want to go. And you've got no idea how to get there. Like, yes, you've got Siri and she's amazing. And she's bringing up maps and showing you how to get there. But it's still unknown. Like, what if I take a wrong turn? Or what if I miss my turn? And what if I don't get there on time? Or what if I get lost? Or what if I take a wrong turn and run out of petrol? What if my I run out of, you know, mobile service? Like, all the things come up. All these ego stories come up. But after you take that trip once, that unknown 
starts to become familiar. It starts to become known, doesn't it? And then after a while, you don't even need maps. You just drive to that place because it's just second nature. Like the boys and I moved house three months ago and I took the wrong turn to our house so many times. I even drove to our old house a couple of times. Like I was just on autopilot because that's what was familiar. That was my comfort zone. I was like, fuck, what am I doing? New house. (laughs) We develop these habitual things because habit is comfortable. Anytime you try to start a new habit, Think about all the new habits you try to start. And you're like, ugh, it's uncomfortable. I can't stick to it. It's too hard to this. All bullshit. It's just not what you're used to for a little bit until it is. And then it becomes a new habit. 66 days, people. That's how long it takes to embed a new habit. So back to ego. What I want you to do is love on her. Like see her when she shows up and she, she tries to keep you safe, but she's actually keeping you small. Be like, I see you, honey. Like you're doing an amazing job. Like, fuck that today. Like, thank you, but no, not today. Thank you for showing up, trying to keep me safe, but I'm choosing something else. And what I really invite you to also do, and I tell all my clients this as well, name her, name your ego, give your your ego a name. I've changed my ego's name. My my ego used to have a, like an evil, deathly name, but I've changed her name now to Octavia. I love the name Octavia. If I was to have a little girl, I would call her Octavia. If any of you watch... Uh, the 100 on Netflix the series called the 100 there's a character in there called Octavia and she's badass and she's amazing and I just love the name I just love the name so my ego is now called Octavia so I'm just like I see you oh I see you Octavia thanks honey for showing up and and trying to stop me from doing the things I set out to do today because I'm not actually 100% sure how to do them but I'm going to try anyway because the familiar or sorry the unfamiliar will become familiar when I do more of it. So back to amnesia and ego. We forget these things because what our ego does is any time a situation pops up that emulates or simulates a pain that we've already experienced or a trauma or any kind of like scary situation, she will create a situation to avoid the current reality, even if it's not an actual fear even if it's not an actual threat even if your life isn't actually in danger so mm, let's say let's say for instance you've experienced abandonment as a child and as soon as I say that the first thing that usually comes to mind is a parent walking out and leaving um you being left somewhere and forgotten like that kind of extreme version of abandonment Abandonment can show up in so many different ways. It can be you really wanted mum or dad to be at a sporting event and they weren't. So you felt like you were abandoned as a child, even though they showed up for everything else. Because as, ch- as children, we are meaning-making machines between the z- ages of zero and seven especially. We are meaning-making machines. We make meaning of everything in our lives so it feels safe. It's a safety mechanism. So we may have made up some sort of story along the lines that we experienced abandonment. So let's say fast forward after that experience in your childhood and now you're in a relationship and you don't want that relationship. You don't want to feel abandoned. So what your ego does is create situations to feel approved in that relationship. You might look for compliments. Um, You might constantly ask for validation. So you're not, so you're not, 
going to be put in a situation where that person will leave. I don't want them to leave because your ego is like, yeah, if they leave, like that's the same as when you're a kid and that was painful. So we don't want to go through that again. So let's create situations so this is safe for you. Even though that's not serving you, even though you're not being yourself, you've forgotten yourself in that your beautiful, powerful self who deserves a relationship that is thriving and loving and trusting and connected and all the things where you're not operating from safety and trying to control the relationship to get approval from your partner so you don't get abandoned, your ego comes in. Your ego comes in. And and this happens over and over again. We, we all have trauma. We all have pain. We all have shit that has happened to us. And, and I just did a live actually with a beautiful... Uh, amazing woman called Laura Fox on Instagram and we were speaking about this very thing you are not alone I know this is a little bit off course but it's so totally not you are not alone gorgeous human whatever you have experienced you are not the only one that has experienced it I know whatever you've gone through like I remember going through crazy crazy domestic violence Um, in two past relationships one more extreme than the other and I remember thinking there's no way I can tell anybody this shit first of all nobody will believe me nobody's gonna get it Um, like seriously I'm alone in this I am alone and I kept everything I suppressed it and repressed it for years for years on end until I actually shared my story and I had all these beautiful women coming in going oh my god this is me this is exactly what happened to me this is he said the same thing and did the same thing and manipulation and gaslighting and all the things you are not alone so whatever trauma pain abuse whatever it is loss devastation grief guilt shame whatever it is you've experienced in your life I can guarantee you by putting my children's lives on this that you are not alone my love you are not alone but your ego is trying to protect you from all of that your ego is trying to Get you to avoid anything from your trauma, pain, guilt, shame files that has occurred in the past to not feel like that again because avoiding pain is survival. If you're in pain, you're in threat according to your ego, even if that pain is emotional. It's not physical pain. Well, it can be, but it's not a physical threat to your life essentially. So your ego comes in and creates all these situations, self-sabotage, um, self-doubt, not not knowing your worth, not knowing your value, all of this. And she's doing an amazing job. So what I get you to do or what I invite you to do, I should say, is when she comes in to do that and you know that your life is not in physical danger, you're not in a shark tank, Woo! <laughs> it's not real fear, it's perceived fear, I would love you to see your ego, be like, call her a name, whatever name you've given her, a beautiful loving name that you that you actually love. And be like, I see you. I see you, honey. You're amazing. Thank you for coming in trying to save me from this, but I'm choosing to do this anyway. Will you get this perfect? Fuck no. Keep practicing. Because ego is not going anywhere. She is there to stay for as long as we are here to stay because she's doing her job and she's amazing. The, dis- the difference and distinction lies in knowing when she's showing up to try and keep us small. And this can even happen in thoughts. excuse me this can even happen in thoughts like I'm not good enough I'm not worthy I don't deserve why am I even here um all of these sort of thoughts they could never love me that's your ego and this is the amnesia that you're experiencing 
because your ego is blinding you from who you actually are. So those thoughts come in, catch them. That's not who I am. It's not who I am. I've forgotten who I am and I get to remember by first of all catching the safety thoughts from my beautiful Octavia, from my ego that are holding me back. And this shows up so many times. You know one of the times it shows up the most um, commonly is when a human gets to be seen. And I'll use the example of Facebook Lives. Anytime I get one of my clients to do a Facebook Live so they allow themselves to be seen or heard or share their message or their story because they've been hiding out or playing small or they're afraid of judgment. And it's not about the Facebook Live. It's not about the, you know getting followers or comments or whatever. It's about what it creates for the person. But straight away, fear. Like, oh my God, I feel sick. Some of them cry like, oh, oh I don't want to do this. And when you really think about it fundamentally, like bring it back to the really fundamentals of what I'm asking people to do. It's a live video. And our ego is like, fuck, I'm a familiar. Find ways not to do it. Oh, Wi-Fi is bad. Phone broke down. Um, I can't do it. I'm too busy. I'll wait till I'll wait till when. Play the when then game. When I'm more composed, then I'll jump on. When I can think of what to say, when I have more time, all the things. And this plays out in so many different areas of, of all of our lives. And this is where you get to catch it. It's ego. Ego trying to keep me small because that is unfamiliar, unknown, new territory. So she will find a way to try and come back, retreat, retreat, back to where it's safe in the comfort zone. And this is the thing about your comfort zone. Sometimes you don't even want to be there. Like how many times you say, I know what I have to do, but I'm just not doing it. I go back to my default of sabotaging myself sabotaging my health I said I wasn't going to drink alcohol and here I am drinking alcohol I said I wasn't going to binge eat and here I am drink binge eating it's sabotage it's your ego sabotaging you to keep you safe because there is a payoff for what you've chosen I'll use the eating as a quick example the binge eating creates a feeling for you that you're not currently feeling yourself and in the long run you're like I wish I hadn't have done that I wish I hadn't have eaten that whole pack of Tim Tams OMG <laughs> but in the moment it feels good yeah same with the wine I feel it on that it's like oh, that wine was so good even if it's like a glass and then the next day I'm like why did I do that it disturbed my sleep now I feel like seedy and crap even though it was just a glass I'm never doing that again but default kicks in again but ego goes in and just eat the Tim Tam just have the wine it's holding you back and you can't see what is possible for you. Just like Michael Jordan was like, dude, Applebee's is cool. I'm cool with Applebee's. Like, it's paying the bills. It's good enough. Like, life is good. I'm happy and this and that. Like, great. And if that's what you choose to do, no judgment. Like, if your life is, like, I'm, I'm in my nine to five and I'm living life and I love it and I'm happy and I'm enjoying and I play and I've got great connections with people and this is what I really want to do, Great. But if you have that niggling feeling like this is not for me or this is not what I was here, put here to do or there's more out there for me and I just don't know what it is, that's your amnesia, babe. That's your amnesia kicking in. And you don't even know. That's what I was going to say. You don't even know what's possible for you yet because you can't see it. You can't see it. So sometimes you get to jump. 
you get to free fall. I use this analogy with an amazing client today. Remember the trust fall? You're like, I trust you and you fall backwards and someone catches you. <laughs> Hopefully. My Maddox, my beautiful Maddox does this all the time, but he does it randomly. Like you won't be ready and you'll just go, I trust you and you'll fall. And you're like, shit, dude, wait, just, <laughs> I had a handful of glasses. Just can you, Jesus. But you get to do that with the universe. You get to trust the universe or God or source and be like, I trust you and free fall sometimes and not know, not know how it's going to work out, but trust the what. I've chosen to, to fall. I've chosen to, to trust and surrender because I'm sick of living in amnesia. I'm going to remember who I am and take this risk and make this choice. It may or may not work out, but whatever happens, I know that the universe, God, source is working for me. It has my fucking back. Even if it's painful sometimes, it's okay because that's all part of it. How much painful shit have you been through and look back and go, oh, that's why that happened. (laughs) Man, now I see it. It's always happening for you, babe. Always. Unless you allow it to happen to you and you stay in that victim space. And that, my friends, will keep you in amnesia, will keep you in ego, will keep you operating from ego. Oh, excuse me, tickle in the throat. So, if you got nothing else from that ramble, because I could seriously talk about this for hours on end, I just want you to take this. You are an epic, powerful, limitless, amazing, thriving human being who is not here by accident. You are no accident, even if your parents said you were. <laughs> you are not an accident, gorgeous. You are here. And Kyle says this in the book too. (coughs) Excuse me while I sip my tea. Hmm. That's better. Kyle says this in the book too. Do you even understand of all the billions of things that happened, had to happen over billions of years prior to you being here for you to be here? Like even for you to be here, think about it. Everything had to work in unison and collaborate and happen for your parents to meet. And for their parents to meet, and for their parents to meet, and for their parents, and so on and so forth, down the line for you to be created. And even when your parents met, there were how many millions of different combinations of sperm and egg DNA that could have been created for your soul to be birthed into. But here you are. You are no fucking accident. You are here. Your purpose is you living on purpose. That is your purpose. Not your job, not your mission, not your kids, not anything. You are the purpose. And you get to live on purpose by remembering who the fuck you are. That is all I have to say about that. Because <laughs> I love you. I love you so much just for being here and for listening to this. And our paths cross for a reason and you're listening to this for a reason. And this may be just what you need to hear today. And if it's not, it may be for someone else you know. So share it with them. Say, dude or woman or whatever. Come and listen to this because you're here on purpose. I truly believe that. I feel that with all my being, that every single one of us here is on purpose. It's just whether or not we can remember who the fuck we are. No amnesia, baby. No amnesia. And shameless plug, if you would like some support. No, not shameless. No shame. (laughs) No shame. Shameless plug. Um, If you would like support in your life to move through the stuff that's holding you back and actually step into your true self and your true power and you resonate with me as your human, then 
this is what I do. I am a life-activated coach. I support beautiful humans one-on-one and in a beautiful group space. So if you would like support from me, all you have to do is shoot me a message on Instagram. Ingrid underscore Lecky is my Instagram handle. I'll put it in the notes. Or you can email me at ingridannalecky at gmail.com. Lecky is spelled L-E-C-K-E, just FYI. Other than that, you have an amazing day. You are an amazing human. Go be your awesome self. Rebel against the shoulds. Rebel against the things that are holding you back. Rebel against your ego. Love on her, but say, no thanks, sister. I will talk to you guys soon. I love you all. Mwah! guys thanks for listening to my mum's rebel unique podcast make sure you give her five stars and um a review yo yo bye